The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com. Hello and welcome. We're back in the studio 2024 Hidden Horsepower presented by Total Seal. I'm Joe Costello, and on this episode, we're going to go back to the PRI trade show. These are some of our favorite episodes all year long. They happen live. They're in the booth. PRI was rocking. The guys, Keith Jones, Lake Speed, everybody was working seminars. But we had some time to catch up with some of racing's greatest. On this episode, we're going to kick it back and hear from Pro Stock Motorcycle World Champion Gage Herrera. He got to drive that amazing Vance and Hines Suzuki. How did they make all that power? How did he have one of the most successful seasons in all of drag racing history? Gage is going to be on this show. We're going to go back to PRI. Larry Morgan, a fuel tech pro mod world champion, along with Mike Castellana and Frank Manzo. Larry Morgan, a favorite in the podcast feed for Hidden Horsepower. We're going to have Larry on location. We're going to find out what he's up to. You're definitely going to love it. And kicking us off, he is a five-time Pro Stock World Champion. He is the winningest Pro Stock racer of all times. What kind of season did they have in 2023, and what are they looking forward to in 2024? Let's check out Greg Anderson. Hello and welcome to Hidden Horsepower on location at the 2023 PRI Trade Show. Joe Costello, Lake Speed, and five-time Pro Stock World Champion with over 100 wins, Mr. Greg Anderson starting us off. We know how to start off with a little star power, Lake. Absolutely, a little horsepower. Horsepower, <laughs> star power. Now, Greg, you've had many moments in your great career. Where does helping Lake bring back his dad's engine and make so much more? Come on. That's the story everybody has watched, and we want to know about what was that like working with Lake. Well, I can't lie. First of all, it was great. We had a great time, Joe, and and, and uh, I can certainly never, ever, ever remember in my 25, 40 years of racing on engines that we picked up what 300 horse. 300, yeah. So, so people tell me all the time, well, you know, if you could just do that with your pro stock engine, you'd be looking pretty damn good, <laughs> which I would, obviously. But you're gonna have to divide that by about 99 percent for a gain in pro stock these days. But it was really cool. It was neat, and, and man, what a gain! Holy cow! Yeah, and, and Lake, uh, you know, world, now he doesn't like when I talk about him, but, you know, world-renowned tribologist, geeks out on this stuff day and night. <laughs> but but this, was a, this was a passion project, right? This was not about science, it was about passion. This was fun, and it was all about his dad, his father, you know, and, and, and uh, great results on top of it. What if it didn't go that way? What if it went the other way? Oh, I was really scared. Bad? Oh, God, I was worried, really right? Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, you know, the engine was down 300 from where it was supposed to be, or right, 200 down from where it was supposed to be. So it's like, Okay, can you get even half of that back? If we'd have went backward with today's technology, we'd really look bad, oh, wouldn't yeah. we? But no, that wasn't the case. We made a big gain, and uh, that tells you how far we've come in the last 10, 20 years. Well, the neat thing, too, I'm not sure if you know this, so we took that second engine, the backup engine, that wasn't hurt, that wasn't down on power, and all we did was just hone it, yep. rings, piston, and picked it up. 40. See, now you never gave me the results on that. You never came back, and I thought, mm, 40. I wonder what happened there. So that's good to hear. 40. That's good to hear. As I say again, if we did that in Pro Stock, I'd be king again. As simple as that. You just uh, flat don't make gains like that. So yeah. that just shows you today's technology and, and the equipment and, and the technology that's out there. Sky's the limit. As far as Pro Stock goes, uh, second in the points this past year, great run towards the front uh, during the, the countdown, you got some wins, um, but you got to go back to that engine shop and you got to find more. My question to you is this, 
where do you look? How do you find it? You know, finding 300 on Lakes Engine, that's one thing, but you know that it's out there, but like you've been over this territory so many times over your career, but you got to keep finding. Correct. And that is the million dollar question everybody asks every year. Where do you look? Where do you find power? And my answer every year is from the front bumper to the rear bumper, every inch in between, including the guy behind the wheel. He's right in the middle of all that mess. And, and to be honest with you, I've done a little work in the last couple of weeks personally to help give myself a little more HP, a little bit of medical work. I had a little update on my pacemaker, got some new technology there as we go. talked about. So hopefully we picked up 40 in me. <laughs> and, and like I say, I'm part of that front bumper to rear bumper. So it's got to help. Lake. Well, I, it's that iteration process, right? I'm sure what he's doing with ProStock was no different than we had to do the NASCAR on a plate motor. There weren't any big gains by the time you got to 2008, 2009 in NASCAR on a plate motor. So you were looking for half horsepower, one horsepower. So sometimes you may come back with a motor this, maybe five horsepower up, but you had to do it a half and a one at a time. And it's little things like surface finish and coatings. And you, can I make this ring a little bit better, that radial wall a little bit narrower? Can I make that push rod a little bit lighter? It's, it's little bitty details that all come together. I mean, yeah, we wish we could just sit there and say, oh, yeah, we're just going to hone it and it's going to be a 40. But, but once again, as you say, that's how it, how it happens these days. You're not going to pick up 10 or 15 at one schwack with nope. one, one certain change. So nope. you've got to be able to believe in your dyno, number one. That, yeah. That's number one goal. You've got a dyno that, that varies bounces on and on. You're not going to learn anything. So right. you've got to be able to tell if it's one horse or two horse better or one or two horse worse. If you don't know that, you're never going to go forward. So that's part of the game, too. And, uh, you know, it's just it's incredibly tough these days to find power without a doubt but, but as you said people ask all the time how can you keep finding horsepower it's the same engine you worked on for 20 30 years and as you said the the ring radial changed by five thousands ten thousands on one might find you one horse this might find you one horse but you got to add them all up yep. and finally hopefully you get to a five or a ten horsepower gain all together yep. so that's uh, that's today's pro stock that's today's racing in general all all motorsports absolutely it, it's what i say it's, you know, it's soup not steak when you're coming up with these combinations Correct. and what you have to do in the off season is come up with their new recipes like hey maybe yep. chicken noodle soup was working really good last year yep. but you may have to have come up with lobster bisque <laughs> exactly. for next season <laughs> exactly and, or a spicy chicken noodle soup or something yes right. absolutely you just got to keep thinking outside the box yep. trying new things and seeing what sticks and then not giving up the first time too. Sometimes I see you gotta trust the dyno, you gotta what you don't know what always scared us was that it gives is like we don't know what we don't know. Yes, yes. And sometimes you gotta be pretty adventurous and, and try some things to be able to begin to learn. Sure. Because then there's a new path, yeah. right? To create that next soup that's completely different. And, and one other thing, like you have to guard against, and, and we we're guilty of it all the time. We have to. We're going to do a project, and we're going to change something. We're going to, and, and one of the one of the group will say, "Well, we tried that ten years ago, and it didn't work." You got to try it again. Everything else around that has changed. So now the complete, you know, the package is completely different. It may work now, and, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So even though you did it ten years ago, you can't just say, "Oh, that won't work." Throw that one out. You've right. got to go revisit it. So many of these things are revisited things you tried years ago. Right, because material technology, coating technology evolves. I mean, you think about it. If you try to run a 0.7 millimeter ring. Mm -hmm. 
30 years ago, yeah. and all yep. you had was duct and iron, yep. it would have broken, and no one, no one would have ever done it. And, and you may have said 10 years ago when it didn't work, well, that'll never work, and, and you know, we don't have any idea why. There was a reason. There yes. absolutely was a reason, absolutely. and maybe 10 years later, you figured out that reason that didn't work, so that, that's how it works. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It just evolves, and it keeps going, and the, the thing that, that I love about it is nobody ever has that give-up attitude. Anybody that races in this sport, really, period, they just keep digging and digging and digging and hammering and, and uh, we're, we're like bulls, you know, locking horns constantly. We never give up, never give up. So it's fun. KB Titan Racing Engines this year, 2023, uh, that whole took place, uh, the, the merger, uh, however you want to call it. And in March, it was a big story. In November, it was like it had always been. But that process had to be very challenging because you're bringing on their engine guys, uh, Mike and Stevie, and then you have your brain trust. And I wonder about the integration of those two uh, thought processes. Is it just like get in a room and, and throw everything on the table where people still kind of holding their secrets back? How did that work? You're right, and, and it's never easy when you merge like that. And obviously the first thought on, on both sides was, well, we're not gonna pull our that's completely down yet. We'll give a little shot, you know. Yeah. We'll take a little little arm off. We'll show a little skin on the arm or a little <laughs> chest or whatever. However you want to look at it. So there was a lot of guarding going on, and as the year progressed, that all went away. And now it's wide open. Everybody is now out for a common goal, and we're just trying to basically use the best of the, this side, the best of that side, get rid of the worst of this side, get rid of the worst of that side, meld the two together, and what it's done is made the entire package better. Not only the TRE engine, but the KB engine, kind of completely different engines, and now there's there's things that we found on both engines to make both engines better because of the crossover. That is amazing. All right, uh, you know, Outlook. In fact, was, the racetrack showed it, right? Yes. If, if you yes. look at how yes. you guys ran this year, yep. across all of them, Man, absolutely more progress, without absolutely, a doubt. We yeah. definitely made some gains and we'll continue to make gains, right. so that's the exciting part. And you've got some big things happening in 2024, uh, lay it out there as best as you can as KB Titan go forward and Greg Anderson as a driver. We do, we, we still have the, the same group of, of, of customers as, as far as team cars, as far as rental cars that we had last year. Really nobody has, has stepped out, which is great. We've got a new addition, we've got a new young girl coming into our fold. It's going to take a little bit of time to get her up to speed, but so far early results look great. Isn't she 17? 17 years old. Wow. So she won't even turn 18 until I think June sometime. So, you know, it's it's like a repeat of the old Tanner Grady. That's exactly the age he started. And look how quick he went to the top. So we'll see. She she definitely has got talent. She, she listens very well. She wants to learn. We don't have to break her of any bad habits yet. She doesn't have any. <laughs> right. You know? So that's the good news. So exciting there. It's, it's another, you know, shot in the arm for this sport. Uh, I think on the other side of the aisle, you know, over at Elite Motorsports, I think they've got some new players also. So the class continues to gain in popularity, to gain in participants. So it, it's going to be another fantastic year. So uh, I feel great to be a part of it yet. I'm not sure how much longer I can tread water at, at this age and hang with these young Go look cats, at John but, Force. But I'm having a you ball. you got another 20 years. I'm having fun, Joe. I'm having fun. And as I say, I got, you know, a personal update this year. So hopefully they told me we won't see you for 10 more years. So That's hopefully fantastic. we're good health-wise for 10 years and I can go wrestle with these kids and, and hopefully, you know, find a few more wins and, and maybe championships. Well, I know hard 
Harford's having a lot of fun racing with you. Harford is having fun. You know, we're actually having fun with Matt too. And don't get me wrong, it's it's been a great relationship. You know, Matt with the Total Steel pro Project, he's he's been a big influx of, of ideas and, and and things to try with our race package, with our ring yeah. package. You know, and and. and I can't tell you enough. Not only is he a rental customer, but he's part of our learning project going forward. So great partner and a great company, and I look forward to racing for years. Yeah, to quick, come. quick! You got to tell us the, the story. Gator Nationals new engine doesn't fit in his car. Like, oops, uh, yeah, it doesn't fit. So, see, Joe, you know, you have to get out and test over the winter, and we all did. And and the changes we made over the winter were certainly different. Come find out, he shows up against the engine when he fit in his car. So backtrack, and he's got to go back to last year's basically combination with we knew we had made gains over the winter so unfortunately he's at a little bit of a disadvantage and it took us a little while to work around that he uh, he needed to upgrade he needs a new car I think he's got a, yeah, he's 1940, a yeah. 1940 model car or whatever it is even though it works great yeah. you hate to park it but he needed to upgrade and he's finally made that step and he's got a new car this year so hopefully that won't restrict our engine development there you go Greg thank you very much for joining us good luck have a great show thank you very much guys <laughs> Greg Anderson with us on Hidden Horsepower here at the 2023 PRI trade show Greg Anderson from the PRI Trade Show in 2023 on location in the Total Seal booth. Amazing stuff. The KB Titan merger is something that nobody even thinks about. How much bandwidth did that take at the start of the year? Very excited to see GA go back after it in 2024 in the NHRA Mission Foods Drag Racing Series. All right, let's keep on trucking. We mentioned former U.S. Nationals winner Larry Morgan, now again a Fuel Tech Pro Mod champion. But Larry, you know, I don't want to say he's comic relief, but he's always got something insightful and also a little bit funny to say. Larry Morgan joined us in the Total Seal booth. Hidden Horsepower, PRI 2023. Joe Costello in the Total Seal booth with Larry Morgan. Larry, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How about yourself? You having a great show? Every time I come here. I enjoy it. Okay, so I didn't know what to say because you've got Fuel Tech Pro Mod World Champion. You are building engines and pro stock, driving pro stock. So many things going on in your world, you're not slowing down. I'm just trying to stay busy. You know what I mean? I enjoy this world out here I live in. I've been blessed to do what I do. And I'm just having a good time, and that's what I intend on doing. All right, Mike Castellano wins the Fuel Tech Pro Mod World Championship in the final day. First time you guys had a playoff system. Oh. You guys ran through that. It was very dramatic. What was it like for you? You know, well, you are a world champion. Like this well, is a huge deal. It is a huge deal, and and my hats off to the whole team. You know, Mike is such a wonderful person, laid back. But to be honest with you, he is the best driver I've ever seen and I I enjoy working with Frank Manzo as well but Mike's the best driver I've ever seen I mean you could put him in a fuel car a pro stock car any one of these cars but working with the guy he's just so precise does everything he's, that you ask him to do he's just a he's a machine That's and I enjoy that part but getting back to the to the race you know we knew going into uh, the race we needed to win the race to even have a chance, but we didn't realize what was going to transpire yeah. prior to our thoughts. And we get to the race, and we we ran real good. Uh, we qualified on the pole. We done we done everything that you could possibly do right. And uh, Chris Storm was in the he was leading the points. I'm not sure how many, but there was a slim chance that we could win. But it was only if we won and something happened to Chris. So the first round, we go out, we win the round. Uh, further in the round, Chris 
gets loose in the middle of the track and ends up crashing his car. Now, we were all concerned about Chris. I wasn't worried about any of the championship deal. We didn't, never tried to put a load on ourselves, you know. The, the pressure, we didn't need that. So, uh, we knew that there were points and a half at that point, and that moved us up quite a bit uh, when that happened. And thank God Chris was okay and everything turned out okay for him. But we had Justin Bond, which is also a guy that runs extremely well, has yeah, a good a good, good group of guys, good people, got all the resources on a good team, and we knew that he wasn't going to be easy either. So we go out, we win the first round, and we go out for the second round, and we were first pair, second pair out, and Chris was, or uh, let me see, how did it go? Well, in the uh, end, you, want, you ended Justin, up winning the deal. Justin Bond was like... The favorite all year. The favorite all year. And so he, we knew... He let Chris get up there. Yes. By slightly, they switched. Right, switched cars. There was a lot of drama. Yeah, there was year. a whole lot of drama. So we weren't even thinking about this. And Justin had to run behind us. And I'm walking off the starting line because Mike had already won. We got Frank and I run back, get the computer and do all that stuff. And I, I get started back and this guy poked me on the uh, chest and he goes, you need to stay here. You guys can win the championship. I said, we can only win if we win the race. And he goes, you can win this round. They're holding Mike at the other end of the track. And I go, how's that possible? Well, because of points and a half, it'll put you right in that position. Right. And sure enough, it happened. You know, we were, we were just blessed, very blessed. Well, it's great because and you're 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 a huge legacy personality in drag racing, like people, a U.S. Nationals winner, oh, so many yeah. successes we, over the years. And when you and Frank and Mike got together, it's kind of like the untouchables, right? These, yeah, these veteran, amazing, historic racers coming together and winning a championship in 2023. The, the one thing I'll tell you is, you always want to put the best group of guys or be around the best group of guys. I'm blessed to be around the best group of guys. I got the best driver, the best engine and, and racer. That Frank Manza is no better. Yeah, no, he's And well. if you can't have fun racing with him, and the, and the biggest part with Frank is, we're gonna eat well. <laughs> Even the driver. No, it, and Mike, just, uh, I mean, listen, we like we're going to the electric chair every race. That's cool. That's how we keep, Frank and I keep up with Mike. We gotta have all that energy. But no, it, just what a deal, what a wonderful way to end the season. I'm happy for you. All right, so uh, otherwise in the show, you know, what are you chasing? Technology? Well, just technology, know, looking around, you know, there's a lot of equipment we're looking at. Uh, uh, I'm not by any means gonna quit by any means, but I look at technology like like right now, the homes, the cylinder homes, you know, the rings, the, the, the things that's happened in our time that I've got to be in the grassroots of. You know, the rings, the rings and the, the home, those things are the most important part of an engine. They are, they, they really are. So I kind of touch on that all the time. That's a big thing when I come here. Try to look at the new parts, what's going on, and talk to all the people. You know, I like to, I have a hard time getting from one end of the show to the other. I'm sure you do. Oh, it's unbelievable. I'm sure you do. But I enjoy that part. I love people. and. Uh, listen, that, this life's made a, a good life for me, and I've got a lot of friends, and I, I do enjoy that part. Excellent. Well, thank you for stopping by. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here, but 
uh, I, I appreciate what you do for the sport as well. Thank you. I mean, it's it's good for both of us. Thank you. Well, I you know I love drag racing. And my dad got me into it, and there's been a career here for me so far. And I I, I, I just I love drag racing. I, I wonder why more people don't love drag racing. What's wrong? With I that? don't either, and that's somewhat why I was involved in. I built connecting rods, aluminum connecting rods, and my my son's into building superchargers and. He's the machinist part of it. I I do the whatever he tells me, you know. Uh, but we do aluminum rods and and superchargers. So excellent. And we stay plenty busy at doing it, you know. But I enjoy that part. So I I have an interconnection with all the racers because I got a lot of rod business at superchargers. Well, Larry, thank you very much. Good luck next year. And thank you for very much. Time with us. Thank you very much, Joe. More hidden horsepower from PRI coming up. Larry Morgan, 2023 PRI, always great hanging out with Larry. Love Larry Morgan to me like Larry Morgan could be on every show, as far as I'm concerned. And if you want more Larry Morgan, go back into the Hidden Horsepower podcast feed, Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, Amazon. Not everybody can watch a screen all the time for a full show. So you can take all these shows, including this one, on the road with audio only that's the business that i come out of audio only am radio way back in the day now i do my wfo radio podcast and live stream and work for the nhra and that's how i got hooked up with the guys at total seal bottom line hidden horsepower apple podcast write us a review and go back and check out that larry morgan episode because it was great we'll have him back in the future all right final interview of this first episode of pri 2023 gage herrera he was amazing 50 and four in eliminations in 2023, the the greatest win percentage of NHRA history in the modern era, of course. That's insane. He gets to ride that Andrew Hines tune, Vance and Hines Pro Stock Motorcycle. What's it like? Let's find out what Gage Herrera had to say. Hidden Horsepower here on location at the PRI trade show with NHRA Pro Stock World Champion Gage Herrera. Gage, congratulations here at PRI. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. You know, we're here at PRI, get to hang out with basically all the guys we race with, but for once we're not racing, we're just enjoying time and talking to all the different vendors and, you know, all the companies that work with us throughout the season. So it's uh, it's been a good time so far. So one of the more popular episodes we had this past year, and it's in the podcast feed, guys, was Andrew Hines. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of revealing you know, the three horsepower, three and a half horsepower per cubic inch, mind-blowing numbers. Just talking a little about, we, you know, we got into ring seal, we got into all that, but the engine stats were just mind-blowing. You're the guy who gets to ride that machine, and I just kind of want to get some insight into what it's like. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the machine is awesome to ride. It's adrenaline rush for sure. But, uh, you know, to have, you know, like you said, all the little uh, little one, two, three horsepower gains that you can find makes a big difference, especially naturally aspirated. You know, the biggest thing is the seal. And, you know, the whole uh, Andrew really refines all that little stuff. So, you know, we've had little stuff where I've noticed it on the bike, you know, even though it might have only affected it four or five horsepower or three horsepower, you know, I've actually noticed it. And he's... He's said things like, oh, I've tried this at some different so and so forth. So, you know, all that little stuff definitely adds up, you know, and that's where he comes into play as far as refining it and getting the maximum out of every little part possible, you know, as such as, you know, the rings and everything, the valve train. I mean, it, it all plays, you know, 
you know, hand to hand. So you have a great background in that. You've done uh, considerable grudge racing. You've ridden a lot of different styles of bike, no bar bikes. But your family legacy goes back to the Gasser era. Just give us a little insight. I know you've told this story a lot, but not for our Hidden Horsepower audience. Because uh, when, when they see Gage Herrera, Pro Stock World Champion, Pro Stock Motorcycle World Champion, um, you have like drag racing DNA back to the or origins. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically my great-grandfather, John Herrera, he, uh, he was the very the first one to get us, our family into drag racing, him and his four sons, uh, basically to get them off the street. You know, he had Austin's, uh, Inglas, Opals, and uh, he actually had the very first uh, flip body uh, Austin back in the day, which was a double A gas car, uh, gasser. And uh, so yeah, he, he started all that and then uh, my uncle, my dad's uncle, Manuel, was the one that basically drove them all. And uh, uh, him and my grandfather, Phil, he, he drove as well. And then it, you know, it trickled down to my dad, my grandfather and my dad drag racing uh, the 68 Camaro. They did Outlaw 10.5. They did the Pro Street, which is now Pro Mod. You know, it, you know, it evolved into Pro Mod. Um, and then my dad's the one that got on the motorcycles. So then I'm, I, I've raced in cars a little bit, but my whole thing, I've loved two wheels since I was three years old. So uh, I've always been, you know, more towards the two wheel thing, even though my grandpa tried like, you know, like crazy to keep my dad off of two wheels. And then he tried to get me off of two wheels. I mean, my grandfather still has his Camaro. I've drove it a few times. And he's like, why don't you do this instead of the motorcycle? It's just, I don't know. I just like the love for two wheels. I, it'll never go anywhere, you know, with me. I've always loved two wheels. and. Uh, you know, I love it all, but uh, yeah, you know, to come from a family that's raced for four, I'm the fourth generation. I mean, it, this whole accomplishment this year is not only me, it's our whole family. And, you know, to see the excitement of my dad and my grandfather, I mean, you know, they've, I feel like they've kind of worked for this opportunity and to, to be able to capitalize on it, you know, it, it's, it's very special to me, you know, holds a special place in my heart, you know, to be able to, especially to be able to do it with them, you know, it's, Drag racing to me is more of a family sport than anything. I mean, you know, even the people you go race with, they end up being family more than they are friends, you know? So I feel True. like I feel like that's a big part of drag racing that a lot of people don't understand. Well, I, I think it's great. And I love the fact that you won the championship for your whole family, like legacy in drag racing, mm -hmm. like those investments. I'm sure somewhere along the line, there was like, what are you guys doing? And now you kind of explained the reason for history and, and a whole, branch of your family tree that that's amazing so let's talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that you've you've written okay you're a pro stock motorcycle world champion that is the pinnacle of naturally aspirated drag racing in motorcycles and in pro stock it would be in cars but you have ridden other things what are some of the other bikes that you've ridden i know you've gone considerably faster and that's where i'm going with this i want to know like the differences and i would imagine a lot of it is uh top end versus bottom end efficiency but list some of the bikes you've ridden uh so like for instance my personal bike is a 2008 suzuki ayabusa it's a nitrous bike i run it in a pro street bike class which is a run at XDA and Man Cup series. Uh, basically, it's a no bar, uh, eight inch DOT tire, um, no wheelie bar, street tire, uh, heads up quarter mile. Um, there's a turbo and nitrous applications and the record right now is a 632 at 234. 632 at 234 yeah. on two wheels. Yeah, and uh, my personal best, and I hold the national record for uh, nitrous assisted is 645 at 210. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I like taking the hard route, as people like to say, you know, most of their bikes are turbo. I'll say 80% of them are turbo, 
and then you know the rest are nitrous and uh, but those bikes are animals I mean basically you know I always say pro stock motorcycle they're uh, they're animal the first 150 200 feet these bikes I mean we're we're managing the power probably to a thousand foot because I mean these bikes make seven eight hundred horsepower so trying to manage that on the street tire you know and to get down the track I mean they're they're trying to flip over on you all the time so those kind of bikes you know they're uh, they're an animal and they make a ridiculous amount of power um, but overall I think I, uh, you know it's kind of what's helped me refine myself on the pro stock motorcycle you know because on those bikes you got to be ahead of the bike you got to you got to be aware of what's coming before it's actually happening so I think that's what helps a lot you know as far as on the pro stock motorcycle bike as far as not killing ET because you can kill ET pretty easy on those bikes being naturally aspirated and you got the 10 inch slick which you know if you roll it on one side or the other it creates drag and so on and so forth so uh, you know I, I I've, that's kind of my main thing I, I race is my personal bike and then I also do grudge racing which is the same style bike but it's eighth mile heads up uh, probably 90% of them are nitrous bikes and it's all it's all grudge racing like uh, you know racing for money pretty much no time uh, next week and actually I'm going to Orlando I'm in a shootout for 90,000 to win so wow that's, that's a pretty big deal how many there. people enter that is Six, it like 16 16 people yeah. Winner, winner take all, or yeah. is ninety grand the purse? Uh, usually, it's winner take all, but I think it, it's normally uh, within the the riders, the racers. Wow! You know, we get down to the final four. Usually, that's when people start talking. Oh, you want to split? Yeah. You want to do this? You want to do that? See, they're splitting. Yeah. Right. Smart. So, so smart. I, yeah, you get that. You know, you get to that. You get that far in there. You're like, I don't want to lose. You know, I don't want to take a chance of going home with nothing. So at that time, people start splitting and stuff. But uh, but yeah, so that's kind of my main background. I come from basically no bar world. You know, I rode a pro mod bike a few times pro mod which is uh like a 12 inch slick wheelie bar uh nitrous bike eighth mile in it and it goes low fours in the eighth but uh unreal yeah so i mean yeah i mean i'm definitely mainly from the no bar world so a naturally aspirated pro stock motorcycle where like andrew explained just like pro stock you're fighting for a horsepower or two horsepower and all the different elements of machining and cylinder surface and ring seal everything is vital because you only have the barometer to give you your your power you can't there's no assist there's no power adder there's no anything you as the rider you can make a big difference because if you know you with your shove and your movements and all that you can help with the efficiency and uh um, conflicts uh you know others can't oh. right like i think the rider becomes an even bigger deal so speak about that like not having a power adder puts more emphasis on you yeah i mean uh, not having a power adder or basically as i like to say it a band-aid or something in your back pocket um you know if, if you stick your shoulder out too far you know you scrum out an hour or if you lean off the bike you know like uh you could create drag on the wrong side of the tire which creates heat which creates more drag on the track so on and so forth and then same with uh you know like everyone everyone's kind of this whole season made a big deal about my lunge or you yep. know the way i drive into the bike the first hundred feet and uh i feel like that has really helped the bike think there's no one riding the bike you know it helps it accelerate better and so so on and so forth because once you get to a certain spot you know on the horsepower that's all you got you know then you're playing with gearing and transmission ratios and you know moving weight around and so on and so forth all those little things that you know you might not really see see it on the time slip but you see it in the data you know and uh so the 
the uh, body motion on a pro stock motorcycle I feel is about 75 to 85% of what makes the bike go fast because you know you're you're basically a big element to aerodynamics you know keeping the bike level and flat so it's less drag um, so I, I feel like there's a lot a lot of rider you know going into that as far as making these bikes go fast you know uh, they might look easy to a certain degree it doesn't look easy no. it doesn't but, look easy but uh yeah there's uh the rider has a big aspect to it for sure excellent well gage thank you for joining us here on hidden horsepower you learned about three and a half horsepower per cubic inch out of the suzuki power plant from andrew hines if you didn't see that go back into the archive and check it out and now you just heard from the rider who was 50 and 4 the highest win percentage of any racer ever in the history of the National Hot Rod Association win championship. You're looking at him right here. Gage, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir. Thank you. Gage Herrera from Vance and Hines can have a little competition this year in 2024, the NHRA Mission Foods Drag Racing Series season, starting off at the Gator Nationals. But Eddie Krawick has left the seat. Eddie Krawick is giving way to Richard Gadsen, who is going to be the Gage Herrera of 2024, perhaps. They're the same weight. They have the same style. They tested Richard late in the season last year, and now it's a whole new team at Vance and Hines. Of course, Eddie and Andrew are going to be behind the scenes tuning those naturally aspirated Suzuki engines to tremendous performance. We'll see how it all goes. But Gage is going to have a rival within his own team. Guys, that's it for this episode, but there's more Hidden Horsepower on location at PRI coming up. So click subscribe, write us a review, hit the bell, enable push notifications, however you do it, wherever you're watching, you know the deal, right? You want to enable notifications wherever you are. That way, when we post PRI 2023 Part 2, which is going to have more world champion engine builders and drag racers, you will be notified and you will see it. Now, why do we do this, though? Why do we do it? It's an exercise in educating about the importance of ring seal and the great advancements in the technology. Lake Speed making all kinds of videos. The Engine Performance Expo went very, very well. That is out there. My own project, Pontiac, is advancing. But you can follow along with all of it. And that way, when you build your own racing engine, or your engine builder does, or whoever you are out there following along with this content, you'll know. Make Total Seal your first call and not your last call. Total Seal Piston Rings has got people by the phones at all times, answering their social media, uh, email too. And their website has all their stock and all kinds of great research as well. They've got tools, tips, and information at TotalSeal.com. And again, if you like what you're watching, you can also check out my own podcast, WFO Radio, and follow along with Matt Hartford through the 2024 NHRA Mission Foods Drag Racing Series. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll see you on the next episode of Hidden Horsepower, presented by Total Seal. Total Seal, piston rings that perform.